do you have beer? Do you have beer pong up there, Raj? Do you even have beer pong? Is that a thing in Canada? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we have. Beer uh, pong. I don't know. Absolutely, my neighbors were actually playing it last night. I feel like Canadians would be really good at beer pong. Actually, how far do you think this cultural divide goes? <laughs> I mean, they do put milk in bags, which is fucked. No, we don't. We actually don't. Hey, you have bagged it. milk? I was in Montreal. You have bagged milk? That is a Quebec and Ontario thing. That is not what uh, normal people do. Hard work, steely resolve, and sure grittiness. It starts with an attitude. We need swagger, okay? Regardless of what happens out there, doesn't matter. Keep your swagger. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Five Hole Fantasy Hockey Podcast. We are your hosts today, TJ, Zach, and Raj. Hey there. Hey, hey, hey. So today we got the weekend preview for you guys. Starting off with the injuries, as always. Bo Horvat back in the lineup after a scary block. Alex Ovechkin day-to-day with a lower body injury. From what I'm gathering, it's just like a maintenance day. Nothing big. Elvis Merzlikens, day-to-day, he's just sick. And Barkov, this is a big one, man. Day-to-day with a lower body injury. My thought was that he was going to play tonight. You know, soon, maybe tomorrow. But uh, I think he's out for that one, too. But all signs do point to short term. They have a nice cushion of wins. And their their win percentage is up there, too. So I wonder, like, do you guys think they just give him those extra games to sit just to make sure he's 110% going into it? It doesn't sound too serious. Yeah, I'd be I'd be resting up whatever you can this year, I think. Boston is back at practice. Everything looks like a positive sign. Tuka Rask is rumored to, you know, barring any setbacks, he's going to start tomorrow. Brandon Tanev back out, or still out, rather. Kasperi Kapanen, he didn't come out for the third, and uh, I haven't gotten any updates about that yet, but it looks like Kapanen could be possibly hurt. Max Pacioretty remains out. Alex Tuck took reps on the top line. I just got an update right now. Raj, you'll love this one. Mason Appleton on the top line with... Mark Scheifele and Paul Stasny. I guess, oh shit, so Blake Wheeler blocked a shot. He's still on the bench. Yeah, so, he, yeah. he went off the ice on his own, you know, okay. on his own feet. Good to hear. Um, That's it. Oh no, so Frederick Anderson could be out for a few more games. So Jack Campbell getting a uh, getting a good look Jack here. Jack Campbell, hey. Leading the league in save percentage. Well, <laughs> he played like four games. I know. So, Toronto fans take it where they can, right? So we got headlines. Uh, three Montreal games postponed. I think they're going to be back next week. They got three games against Ottawa on Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. So we're going to be back for that one. Uh, Tim Peel, you guys heard a lot about this one. The the referee got caught on the hot mic. Ooh. What do you think? This has got to be the first time it happened, right? Or is this the first time they got caught? You mean as we start doing our episodes live? <laughs> watch you watch yourself no i think uh you know okay, what hey raj i'm sorry it's the <laughs> no editing here as a lot of the guys have been saying that they, this happens every single game like 50 times it's just yeah, this is just the to, first time they got caught he just forgot to shut his mic off um so they have to make an example of him and you know what i bet the only reason they they said they canned him for good it's all optics i mean he's he had like 15 games left in his contract in his well career. they were they were super careful about the way they worded it. 
they said he's not going to ref an NHL game. Like no mention of the word fired, nothing like that. Like he's like you're saying, retiring at the end of the year, pension still intact, things like that. He's still going to get paid, but uh, yeah, you know, for optics, like you're saying, it's he can't ref right now. One comment I heard today was, um, you know, how the league's really pushing towards, you know, everything they can do to get more and more and more legalized gambling on the sport and stuff like that. They're really, apparently the big worry is if it starts looking like the refs are taking part in the results of the game, that was the Pete Rose thing on your hands. Of course the refs take part in the result of the game. No kidding. It's their job. I mean, doing stuff like that, their job is to manage the game and. It's going to be, it sounds like there's going to be a push to be a lot more by the book. No more like playoff rules. No more like last five minutes or a free for all rules. I can see a lot more of a push at the end of this season and next season to be a little bit more. Mike the refs up for the entire game. Zach, you're going to love this one, man. Casey DeSmith, he has been fucking good. Five straight quality starts. He's 3-2-0. Had a shutout against Buffalo. So, yeah, Buffalo. Uh, there's nothing much there. It's like it's not something you're putting at the top of your resume or anything. But he's 956 in his last five and an 885 in the six appearances before, which I guess just compound your distaste for him. I'm curious what you think. Is Casey DeSmith worth <sighs> a flyer? <sighs> Take that as a... Sorry. <laughs> no. What? What's that? <laughs> that don't impress me much. What's going on, Shania? <laughs> no. No, dude, Casey dismissed the bad goalie. I don't care what all of this says. I I am not interested in Casey DeSmith ever. Uh, You're you're just not going to talk me into it. He's going to be playing Buffalo tomorrow, the day this episode drops. And you know I'm all all about streaming goalies. Go ahead. Somebody else else pick him up. Um, Go ahead. Go ahead. I liked uh, I liked Soros yesterday. I liked uh, I liked uh, Cal Peterson today. No, I'm never interested in picking up Casey DeSmith. He is a bad goalie. He just is. Now, might he get another win tomorrow against a a really crappy Buffalo team? Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. They you know they whooped up on him today, and you know Buffalo's goalie situation is just horrendous. So. Uh, I I can't tell anybody not to pick him up, but like I have a personal feud with Casey Casey DeSmith, and it all spawns from just him not being a good goaltender. So the last headline <laughs> I have here is that Alexander Volkov just got traded to Anaheim like twenty minutes ago, thirty two to be exact. Uh, I'm not sure for what it's a late round pick and a prospect from Anaheim. I'm not sure what the prospect is, Friedman has yet to uh, update his tweet. So as that comes in, we'll uh, we'll get her going. Our, maybe uh, discuss it, but I don't know. This seems like some minor trade. Our resident insider, J-Hard, just broke that one on the YouTube chat a few minutes ago, actually. He's right on top of it. Nikolai Volkov. No. <laughs> Alexander Volkov, not your fucking wrestler guy. Partner of the Iron Sheik, man. They're my favorite. All right, let's uh, let's dance into the weekend preview here. What teams do you guys like? I got I got my list here, but I'm curious before I lead the conversation, who you guys like this weekend? Columbus. Yep. Kind of. Kind of. I like Columbus's opponents. What is? I like their opponents. 
I don't want to say I like Columbus out loud. I still like Columbus. Just for the back-to-back uh, side like of that. Bo- Not I like Carolina, both of their either. goalies. Even, dude, even if it's uh, Matisse Kivlenix. You know what I mean? If if, Mer- if Merzlikens isn't able to go, I'll I'll stream Kivlenix before I stream Casey Smith. I'll say that right now. <laughs> yeah, they've, okay. they've actually been really wild with their put fucking me on, goalies. Put me, I think put me on the fucking news. Vinny Vevelinen got a look, too. So that's a that's kind of a strange one, but I hope he's back. Like if it if it does trickle down that way, Corpusala is fifty seven percent rostered. Merzlikens is forty six. So like both are right around half of league's availability. I take it we're streaming. I mean, if both of them, if you can, against two Detroit games, man, like that that sounds fine. Yeah, well, that I mean, and I guess that's why I would say I like Columbus. Is I like the two games against Detroit, and I like the fact that everyone's dropped everyone on Columbus at this point. So there's a few guys that you can you can stream in, and they have goalies that should be good. Should be good. Yeah, I was. Detroit. I, was I really like St. Louis back. too. By the way, I really like St. Louis in a big way. Yeah, I got them on here. Uh, they they have a they have a back to back Thursday Friday with uh, Minnesota and Anaheim. Then they play Anaheim again on Sunday. Yeah. And that's uh, Friday, Sunday are the off nights. There's only three teams that play those lighter days, and that's Washington and New Jersey and St. Louis, like you're saying. So mm-hmm. those those three I just kind of put in here just because of the you know the roster flexibility and being able to get them in your lineup. But uh, I also like Nashville. Yes. He's got Detroit and then two Chicagos. And uh, Florida. Florida's not so bad. Like They got Chicago and two-time Dallas. Dallas is, Dallas is on a hell of a skid. Don't mind Boston either, just for that, uh, you know, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, they're playing a tough Islanders team on Thursday, but having Buffalo and New Jersey back-to-back on Saturday, Sunday ain't a bad luck. Nice choice. Yeah, I mean, New Jersey's got the good the good days, but they're playing two against Washington and then Boston, so they're just going to yeah. get hammered. Maybe It might Archies. be a good series for blocks, though. If, I mean, not that they have anybody that blocks. Might be some hits there. Stack up on some saves, but probably crash your rate stats. One way to do it. What do you say we jump into Washington here? So they're going to play Thursday, Friday, Sunday. They got two off nights there. Uh, they got New Jersey twice and the New York Rangers. That That's good and all. But again, every time we talk about Washington, it's it's that the availability is kind of it's kind of shitty. So there's there's not much to stream in when it comes to all that. But, you know, who do you guys like? I like, well... I'll steal your guy. Your your thunder literally is Hathaway. I mean, he's a good hit streamer if you need that business. Yeah, four uh, points, five pims, twenty hits, ten shots in his last six. He's available in ninety eight percent of leagues. Yeah, man. Uh, Schultz is back in business if you care. Um, and uh, you know, I to go along with my my continued unfair luck on the free agency i picked up tom wilson because someone dropped him while he was suspended. are you kidding me i am not kidding you i got him as a streamer uh, i hate tom your wilson. luck this year i hate your luck <laughs> i wish i was doing better um in results but yeah uh verana's dipped a little bit i think he's down to 60 percent um oh she's worth a look too but he is he is centering that third line center spot our favorite streamer lars eller he's he's out He's been out for a while. There was no update today. Still day to day. So right now Oshi is is third line center, which is kind of which is kind of bizarre, but that puts Shiri up into the top six. Do you guys have any faith in Shiri? He's got three points in his last six, six shots on goal. 
you know, no periphery. The same can be said for Justin Schultz. Like he's he's good for points, but I don't see a mu- like a bunch of bangs there. What do you think about Sherry? I mean, I like Sherry. I like Sherry in this situation for sure. Um, you know how you know how those third wheels go when Nicholas Backstrom, uh, Jakob Verana are two fantastic line mates to go on that second line. Um, but I also think that like the Oshi part is nice on that third line because you got Dick Panic down there who, you know, could be worth a look, you know, little Dick Panic at the disco. Definitely look and at Daniel the Sprung. I I don't Hey, are we streaming on YouTube or not? That any chance we can get to say uh, Dick Panic, I think we got to take it. We can... Dude, I I don't I don't hate streaming Dip, Dick Panic. Nice. I mean, he is butt cheeks. Okay. Yeah, but if he's playing with a TJ Oshie, uh, there's nothing saying he couldn't get a point. Um, especially, or, you know, if uh, if Ovechkin is going to continue to be out, we'll see what happens with that. He might get moved up into that uh, uh, that top six. He's hidden, especially too. With, uh, especially with Lars Eller not around. Even though they do like to give uh, Garnet Hathaway, you know, some... You know, it was top six time every now and then. God, I wish. That's all I got yeah, in Washington. Like, they... Yeah. Go ahead. I was just going to say, yeah, Hathaway is the only real real guy I would take unless it was yeah. in a panic where you needed something uh, on Sunday kind of thing, you know? That was that was cute. Like in a, like in a dick panic? <laughs> a panic at the disco. They do have a back-to-back set. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um Against New Jersey. So does that mean you're looking at Vanacek? Vanacek, 68%. Yeah. So like one out of every three leagues, he could be available. You know, Samsonov, or Samsonov rather, uh, is uh, 88% owned. So a little less available, you know, one in every 10 leagues. But uh, I think Vanacek is a good play. I imagine, you know, he'll get the second game, maybe the Sunday stream. He's not super available, but just just go check. Just go check. I got New Jersey up next, and I guess Jesper Bratt is the flavor of the week at this point. Like we we said a couple episodes ago, it's like, you know, one guy gets a chance to be hot at one given time. But right now, there's there's a ton of players in the field. Like you got Travis Ajak and Yanni Kokonen with seven A lot points. of these young guys. Yeah. Well, I mean, Igor they were they're, they're one of the youngest teams in the NHL. It'd be You'd be hard-pressed to, you know. Jesus, Sammy Vatnin and PK Subban just destroying that average. But uh, yeah. yeah, Sharon Govich, five points in his last eight games. Jesper Bratt, six in his last eight. Yanni Kokonen, seven points in his last eight. Um, and what I like about Bratt, he's contributing a little bit of hits. He does have 17 shots. So over to a game where you're not going to find that from Kokonen. Uh, yeah, I think I th- Bratt would be my play. I mean, I always like PK Subban just because he's kind of getting in on things, but. Who do you guys like in New Jersey, if at all? I still like Palmieri. He's forty-two percent, so he's he's definitely attainable. Yeah, he's gotten off the schneid a little bit. He's got three points in his last four games, which is pretty decent. Yeah, yeah, I, I like him. Um, he's playing. He's playing with Brat too at even strength. I think both at even strength on all the power play. So second line top power play, they're kind of yeah. they're clicking right now. That line. Yeah, and even well, playing with Brat and Hughes, and you know. Hughes is, is mildly available as well. Yeah, over half a leagues in uh, yeah, Yahoo. Sure. And even though he's not on the power play, Ty Smith's been getting uh, points again. Uh, Any on the power play? Uh, well, he's not getting any power play well, points. Well, they anyways. did just oh, right. they did just play the Flyers, so I mean everybody 
slow your roll yeah. a minute. I mean, <laughs> I hate that we can say that now. So, so of course their team got a lot of points. True. Travis Zajac still doing the thing. He's four percent, but it it just feels New Jersey always yeah. feels so risky. You know what I mean? Like it's 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 not as sure a thing as like you know Burkowski or fucking Matt Grizzlick or some of that shit. Like you know you were really taking a in my opinion, at least like taking a risk, picking up a New Jersey player. Yeah. You know, they're going up against Washington twice and then Boston on Sunday. Like that's the problem. It's who they're, it, it is who they're playing. And I, I'll give you that. Yeah. Uh, and it's the Boston one that scares me more uh, because I believe in Boston's goaltending a lot more than I believe in Washington's. Totally fair. I think, I think that's more than warranted. Um, you know, I think if you're feeling froggy, or like super desperate, go for one of these guys. Cause I mean, the guys we've talked about, Zajac, 4%, Kokonen, 3%, Bratt, 6%, Palmieri, 42. I think he kind of leads the way outside of Jack Hughes as far as availability. You can pick somebody up from New Jersey. So if you're like getting real desperate on Sunday, going for Boston, I mean, Jack Hughes available. <laughs> there's, there's guys out there. Yanni Kokonen is line one, power play one. Shot volume is decent <laughs> enough. Uh, there's not much for periphery, but you know. I would say it's definitely a hail mary that if you have to pull it because of the good schedule, yeah, fine. But uh, those those are the days where you're like, I don't even know if I get a check in the morning. <laughs> yeah. yeah, nobody. I hate blocks those around. days where it's a Monday morning. You don't you don't even want to check. You went to bed early the night yeah. before, and you're like, I don't even want to look. Yeah, but I'm I'm fine with picking up a. Uh, a New Jersey devil, especially if somebody in that top six. Uh, but yeah, I agree. It is like pulling, you know, a desperate diamond, you know, do you have beer? Do you have beer pong up there, Raj? Do you even have beer pong? Is that a thing in Canada? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we have. Beer uh, I don't know. Absolutely. My neighbors were actually playing it last night. I feel like Canadians would be really good at beer pong. Actually. How far do you think this cultural divide goes? <laughs> I mean, they do put milk in bags, which is fucked. No, we don't. We actually don't. Hey, you have bagged it. milk? I was in Montreal. You have but... bagged milk? That is a Quebec and Ontario thing. That is not what uh, normal people do. Like, what kind of bag? See, like, when I picture it, I just picture Raj walking around with, like, an open grocery bag <laughs> full of milk. That's what we no. do, yeah. Like, not even, like, a sealed bag. Yeah, just, like, an open grocery bag that's kind of, like tied at the top that has like a crazy straw in it. You just head out head out back and milk the elk in the backyard right straight into a grocery bag, man. I don't think what you're doing is milking. Dude, that's not milk. It's good on Fruit Loops. <laughs> <laughs> you brought up St. Louis. They have they're the last team with those two off nights, Friday, Sunday. They got Minnesota and Anaheim. So this is another Villahuso versus Anaheim. I take it we like them against Anaheim, right? Yes sir. Okay. Don't hate him. All right. All right. Okay. So who do we like in St. Louis? I I want to talk about Rob Thomas. Jordan Kiru. I want to get your guys' pulse on this one. He's 5% rostered. There's not much time on ice in the bank. He's playing with Hoffman and Sanford on line three, power play one. Is there any interest here? No. Yeah? No. Oh, yeah. No, for me. no I'm fine with that. Power play one. And in all honesty, I, I like Zach Sanford. And I like Mike Hoffman, too. Mike Hoffman scores goals. He used Rob to. Thomas can definitely get him. He, I, I think he's a fine I think he's a fine player. I like Jordan Carew better. Mm-hmm. If they're both available, I'm picking up Jordan Carew, yeah. not Rob Thomas. I'll tell you that much right now. 
but I don't hate I don't hate the pickup, especially because of the deployment that he's getting on that first power play unit, who they're playing. And I would rather pick up, you know, I would say I'd rather pick up a Rob Thomas than a, than a Yanni Kokinen. So we got Jordan Kiru. His his ownership's in the 30s. He's in the 30s. 35% somewhere around Yeah, there. 34. He's got four points in his last six. There's also, so Jordan Kiru, line two, power play two. Jaden Schwartz, line one, power play one. Jaden Schwartz at 42%, rocking three shots a game, which, uh, you know, Kiru's at two shots a game. So there is a little bit. You know, small sample sizes on both ends, but would you go Jaden Schwartz over Jordan Kiru? Definitely. Schwartz only, I mean, he's got two points in three games, so it's it's the same rate. Like, Kiru's got two four point. and six. Yeah, but Schwartz over time is just way better. He's just been better. Kiru is great for a bit. I, I trust If you're Kiru looking more. for someone to, to hold, I guess, like, Jaden Schwartz has the name value. I'll give you that, Raj. Oh, you guys can't even read this. It's a I tweet from Ben Kuzma. Let's see how effective Jimmy VC is. Down low spot on power play one. Raj. Right. Oh, no. Fucking knock it off, man. Oh, no. He's I'll gone as soon as Pedersen comes back. But yeah, man. it's not for real. That's the real. That's the real sneaky Pete. The, so, uh... <laughs> I'm curious what you guys think about Tarasenko. He's got four points in his last six. It's fine. You know. But I'm hearing that a lot of people are like super underwhelmed about it. He's got 15 shots, so just over two a game. Um, you know, w- what do you guys think? Like, I know he got a two point game, so there's I think three pointless games. But like, I don't know. What's what's your immediate reaction on him? Yeah, four. He's always been incredibly streaky. So, so I guess what is that? Uh, um, I, me personally, I picked him up for free. Five points uh, eight. As you know, T, uh, I've I've been fine. You know, you got five points in eight games. Okay. Yeah. All right. I think you can do worse. Uh, for a free player that I picked up or somebody who you probably traded for, um, you know, and got decent value for because you probably didn't have to give too much up for him. If you gave up too much for him and just because of the name value, then that's your own fault. But, I mean, the only people I can see really being upset about it are people that drafted him and we're holding him that, that entire time. Yeah. Me, I'm I'm fine with it. You know, they're expecting having the pig and shit. Do you think they're expecting like to get paid back for for how much they've held him? Yeah, like if you got him like free or on a good deal, that's true, right? That's great, but well, that happens. Yeah. If you have had him all year, that's kind of too bad for you, but they get a 79% owned type of value and what you hope to get out of Tarasenko, that sucks, but it as a player who you get for free off the wire, that's fine. But he's he's a minus six through eight games. That's insane. On St. Louis. Well, it's a good thing we don't have plus minus in our league. Some people do. We don't talk to them though. In our in not how many leagues are is that happening? More than zero. Or not many of more them. than zero. I believe yeah. I believe you that it's more than zero. Are you in any? No. Quit that one. Okay. You know Vince Dunn. Vince Dunn, who I don't sure. like, is has been playing pretty well. He's got Power three points in six, fourteen blocks in the last six games, uh, a couple shots a game. He's you know he's on. He's got a power play point. Power play two, yeah. St. Louis people don't usually get anymore. <laughs> They're not really into the power play. Another guy, if you need, he's got a decent amount of blocks, chance at points. 
could schedule, so he could be a D streamer for the weekend. All right, I'm ready to talk Nashville here, man. Detroit and two Chicago games. I think by now, like if you have, if you, if you've like if you're not bored of the LA Tolvanen talk yet, this is the fucking show for you. Because we're going to talk about Ellie Tolvan. He's up to 15% rostered. I like to think that all three of us are personally responsible for that. We've been talking about him since he was 0% owned. So I think we deserve 100% of the credit for sure. Absolutely. <laughs> but he's got five points, two of which are power play points in his last seven. Time on ice is on the rise. Top line, top power play. The hits are good. The shots are a bit concerning. He's like one and a half a game, which is kind of straight. Like It's, it's a powerful shot. But he's just not doing it a lot. Maybe it's like Hyper Beam in those old Pokemon games where you have to recharge for the next turn. You only, you only have five of them. Yeah, yeah. you got to be careful with them. He only shoots when he should. He only shoots when he should. Oh, man. It is. It's a thing of beauty. Two power, pl- two goals. I think they were both power play points, maybe. Kid hits, too. Hey, I mean, TJ was trying to talk me into dropping him for the sole reason of TJ wants to pick him up. <laughs> it's true. I would use a waiver claim. I think I'm like, you know, ninth out of 12 or 10th out of 12, but I would use it. Oh, so, I mean, at that point, you're just using a ra- waiver claim, you know, whenever, because it really doesn't matter what you're going to drop yeah. a couple of spots I'm, and then you'll just use it I'm again. very liberal with my waivers. So Roman Yossi's back. Scored a goal. What do you guys, what does this do for your Matthias Ekholm? Or actually, love? he got an assist. Yeah, they switched it. Do you guys, are you still pretty high on Matthias Ekholm? He, like, he wasn't power play one for a ton of time, and he still put up these kind of numbers. Like, should we, aggress- should we expect any regression at this point now that he has, he has help? So there's, there's like two ways you can. Well, yeah. There's two ways you can think about it now that he's. You know, he's got Roman Yossi on his side, but also that's going to dig into his time and ice. So I'm just wondering, like, do you guys think Matthias Ekholm kind of fizzles out at this point? No. I don't think so. He's got, like, one power play point. Uh, I hope you're right, because I have In him. the last 10 games, so it's not like he was relying on the power play points for his production. but um, And he's uh, hogged minutes all year long, so I don't think... Yeah, they, they had Davies up there. So like I don't know how sold they were on him. Yeah, I think he's I think he's fine. I wasn't overly I I've streamed him a couple of times. I wasn't overly crazy about him ever. Um so I think I think he's going to stay in a in a usable range, but you know, if he expected that he was going to become Yossi, that was silly of you as right. well, right? <laughs> so who else do you guys like in Nashville? Uh did Michael Granlund? I'd accept that. I mean, is anybody going to say about Michael Granlund? I'd accept it. Yeah. Why why is he doing so well right now? Oh. I don't... And the whole thing is, I don't even like Michael Granlund. I don't like... It it never seems to work out for me, but... You know, he... Well, he had two goals, but one got taken away last night um, off of goalie interference that wasn't his fault. He was just the, you know, the guy that scored the goal that got it taken away. Um, But, dude... He's helping out on hits and blocks every game, uh, right around one a game of each, but scoring now, and it's it's interesting. He's got five points in his last it's six. Interesting to say the least. Yeah, he's doing just fine. Yarn Croak is keeping it going, man. Is he really? Callie Yarn Croak. He's seven points. He's le- he's leading the team over the last seven games. Uh, seven points, seven games. Um. None in the last couple, but uh, yeah, he piled them. He kind of, 
he kind of had a streak there. I don't think he's for real. I wouldn't really be too excited about him. Yeah, they came in a span of three games. So he had a one-point game, a four-point game, and a two-point game, then three pointless. Yeah, so I wouldn't uh, like him too much. Rio Hansen had a good game recently, but he's been extremely inconsistent as well. Yeah, surprised me. He's 11%, but I guess, you know, center. Um, and the, the another guy, again, just total streamer, if you need that one particular category of blocks, is Carrier has been blocking all the time. He's got uh, two and a half a game recently, so he's Shit. if you need blocks, he can do it. I don't know why he's doing it, but he is. I like, uh, I mean, it's worth mentioning about Arvidsson, you know, line two, power play two at this point. So his, his deployment is, uh, is not working as much, but two points in his last seven games, 23 shots. So over three shots a game in the span, uh, you know, law of averages, he's shooting 4% over the last two weeks. So you got to think that at least one of them is going to connect. I streamed him strictly for shots because I needed shots in a matchup this weekend, and I noticed he's top ten in shots in the league. He's he's shooting. He's trying. That's the thing. UC Soros been rock steady for his last few starts, man. Zach picked him up the other day. He had a shutout against Detroit. You know, you're not putting that at the top of your resume, but it's you know a shutout's a shutout. So uh, two two and one in his last three games since returning, including that shutout. Uh, he's got a two 975 plus games as well so like you know four four games leading up to his injury he was 2-1-0 with a 933 so you can kind of look at it as a seven game sample size if you really can you know one game of 800 i think he got pulled in that one he allowed two goals on 10 shots i'm curious like are you buying into uc soros i kept mine i kept my soros all along so yeah um he, he is a good goalie you know i think there's because I know. I, I think he is actually a good goalie, as most people did, and he was having a rough time, that's all. Uh, I expected him to bounce back, and it seems like he is. Do you think he is a hold in 12-team leagues? A hold? Yes. You know, of course, case-by-case basis, like, you got to Gener- imagine generally like, speaking, your I'd say, goalies yeah. need help. Yeah, generally speaking, I would say yes, especially with the schedule they have right now. I don't know. Nashville's an all-around interesting situation because it's one of those things they are close enough to get into the playoffs technically, but probably won't. So they could end up selling off a bunch of guys in the next couple of weeks. Here, those teams that are that are pushing though are pretty interesting because they're they're giving like they're giving it their all every single game because the games mean more. So I imagine like these these teams that are pushing to get into the playoffs are going to be a little bit more productive. You know, it's just, it's kind of one of those theories I have. I think anything less than a 12 team league, Soros can probably hit the waiver wire, maybe be a streamer, depending on what your, what your net looks like. You know, if, if you're shit out of luck, then Soros starts to look pretty good. Mm-hmm. It's so random this year, right? Like I've, I noticed a couple of my teams are the goalies have fluked into being an amazing combo. And then there's other teams I've got where there's weeks where I haven't even made the minimums because both goalies are out the most of the week. So it depends on so much this year. It's he's definitely on the fence, but I'm, I held on to my, my shares for now. Yeah. Soros available in half of leagues. Renee is 30% rostered. So 70% of leagues he's out there. They do have that back to back against Chicago two games this weekend are you okay stream it like both of them seem okay to me 
Like at this point, I, I might give both of them a shot, considering how Chicago's playing. You know, Rene hasn't looked the best over the last little bit, but you know, you still, you know, in eight eighty two over his last four games. It's kind of brutal, but um, I don't know. What do you think? Well, I think I would be fine with it. I would actually be fine with it. He I mean he had a eight eighty two, but two of the games he did win as well. So yeah. yeah. I think they're both on the fringe. I would prefer Saros, as it seems like most people would. Um, but yeah, I would I take them so both too. if I needed a goalie with these matchups. Like, come on. So I like I like Florida's as well. They got um, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday against Florida, Nashville, Nashville. So they're – how can that be right? Because I was just talking about Chicago. This must be Chicago's fucking schedule here, man. Yeah. Florida? So Florida, Florida, they got Dallas twice. That's what it yeah. is. Chicago and two Dallas. So I missed that one out. And then, and this is all with Barkov out and assuming that he's going to remain out for the weekend. Um, I, like I said, I think it's close. So this could all be for naught. Uh, Carter Verhage was on the top line. He was, well, he always is, but he was um, at center. And I think they had Huberdeau and um, Duclair on either side. Uh, I'm pretty sure they lost that game, but it has a lot to do with, um, you know, Barkov just not being there and it kind of a, kind of a weird game for them. But what do you think? What do you think? I imagine Barkov's back by this weekend. That's what I'm leaning towards. Yeah, I don't. I don't know much about his injury. They just said he's out for for Thursday for sure. I think was the last thing I heard. But Same. I do know that the the second I heard he was injured and not playing, I bet against them and won money <laughs> because it's a pretty safe bet. But yeah, I, I I don't know. They have a lot of good players. I. I there's, I still trust the guys I would trust, even though he's not there. But as a team, I don't trust them to win without him as a thing. That's fair. It is a bit risky, but um, I think I like Drieger against Dallas in one of those games, which is it's 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 just another one of those kind of like strange situations. Goalies, goalies are fucking rough, man. Like uh, Florida and Dallas. Yeah, so unless like on the other side, he got Dallas, and, and he just went both halves of a back-to-back the other night. So I, I think I like Ottinger against Florida even, like, but but it all kind of depends on Barkov's situation. Florida's really good. They're 6-4-0 in their last 10. They lost the other night to Chicago, but um, Dallas 3-3-4 in their last 10. So I definitely feel more safe on the Florida side of things with Drieger than I do with Ottinger at this point. Yeah, and when you look at um, Florida over the last couple of weeks, they have a really balanced scoring like they've got three lines of people scoring like you're seeing um random guys right like Tippett's got four points in his last seven you know Verhage's not a, a, a stranger anymore but he's got seven in his last seven Wenberg with four in his last seven Gustav Forsling with four in his last seven so they've got they can score the whole team is is scoring the goals right now so I don't know how good I feel about Dallas goalies, like if you look at their last bunch of games here, Florida's scored four, five, four, six. Um, so they're they're scoring some goals, quite a few. You got to look out for Gudis, man. Forty two percent rostered. He had he, he had an eleven hit game, and I, I wouldn't be surprised. Like I remember he had a ten hit game. So the you know multi multi digit hit games coming in here and there. Who's McEwen fighting? Logan Stanley. Anyway, I, I mean, we've said Verhage's name enough times, then, like, fuck it. If, if you're not going to listen to us by now, um, you know, fine. 
Uh, same for Mackenzie Weger. He's just defying the odds doing it all this year, especially from even strength. He's got like no power play time on ice whatsoever. And he's on pace for 50 points. It's just, it's nuts what he's been able to do. I don't think it'll last forever, but again, worth a stream while it's happening. Six points in his last seven to go along with all the perifs you could ever ask for. <laughs> what a What a guy. Boston, man, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, they have the New York Islanders, Buffalo, and New Jersey. The first one, Matt Grizzlick. This is somebody that's not just for the weekend. This is somebody going into the playoffs. Boston has my favorite playoff schedule. They have six games against Buffalo left, six of them. And one of them is going to be this weekend. Matt Grizzlick, top fucking power play. He's got four shots on goal through his last five games. Four shots on goal per game. So not just four shots through the whole thing. Uh, Six shots in his last game. He's piling up points from the top pairing, top power play. Dude, it's hard to bet against Grizzly right now. And and 43% of rosters have him on their team. So he's available in over half a leagues. Yeah, except 100% of people in our listener leagues. Yes, I I made sure to check. (laughs) I did. I think I might even have him in one. Um, I was was offering up some big big offers to get Grizzlick for the playoffs here. I mean, that power play means a lot to him. He's got four points in the last uh, five games, and three of them are on the power play. So that definitely helps him. <laughs> yes. So this one's a bit ri- uh, like uh, a bit risky. Risky Richie. Nick Richie is cold as fuck. Cold, cold, cold. But he is still getting power play time uh, with the big guys. So if nothing else, for me, it's just an exposure stream. Like it's, it's a bummer because of how hot he was early in the season. I hate to think that, you know, he just straight up forgot how to play hockey halfway through, but he's still on the top power play. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't, I don't mind that one just as like a, you know, safety blanket. Hopefully it helps out. He hits too. So fine. And then you got David Krejci who's actually been pretty productive dude. And yeah. when Richie's not on that top power play, it's Krejci. And uh, yeah, 15% rostered um, point per game over his last two weeks, five points in five games. Good at face-offs as well. In all honesty, he's like the perfect streamer. He's just that guy. He's so reliable. Such a, Him and uh, there's a couple of those guys, but I never hesitate to pick him if I need a, a center for, for a day or something like that. Just does what he does. And I think as a result, I think we already talked about Halak and Rask. I mean, Rask is like, 94% owned, so we're not seeing any of him. But Halak, one out of every three. I would definitely be jumping on him this weekend. One of Buffalo or New Jersey, he's going to see one out of every three leagues. You can get those goalie points this weekend. Fill your stats. It's it's probably going to be good rates. Um, don't know about volume, considering I don't see a lot of shots coming from Buffalo or New Jersey, especially up against a Boston defense that isn't as bad as I thought it would be without Chara. He's basically... in. He's a keepable backup goalie, is what he is. Like he's not not keep keeper league keeper, but he's like you can you can legitimately ha- have him on your roster for a while. He's yeah. he's that good, right? He's he's kind of the premier number two goalie, I would say. Really, uh, maybe outside of Leonard. But what other schedules do you like this weekend? That's all I got. Well, I mean, it, it depends how you feel about Chicago, I suppose. You also said Columbus, if I remember correctly. Yeah, we did. Both Zach and I both like Columbus. Like I said, I don't like to say it in that way that I like Columbus because I don't. But they do have two against Detroit. 
One against Carolina, they'll probably get hammered. But two back-to-back against Detroit, who is just the worst. Um, And Columbus is a team, you know, you've got quite a few options because a lot of people are sour on them. Um, One guy I like is a bit risky, but I do kind of like Roslavic again. Roslavic. Yeah. Slavic's got uh, six points in his last six yeah. on seven shots, so he's not shooting a ton, but you know he's being productive for what it's worth. Yeah, he gets a hit, he gets a block, he gets some play in time. You know what else do you want? Center right wing, so he's nice. If he was just a center, I'd be more hesitant, but it really helps to have that winger eligibility too, so you can make use of him over those two days. Probably, like if you have a straight C, there's no way you're gonna have a room for a streamer on the on saturday bjorkstrand eight points in his last six he is he's he's doing the thing yeah he plays he plays the hockey this guy pucks um david savard i like for for a peripheral monster sometimes he gets hits and blocks lots of blocks mainly uh in recent times and then uh everybody's favorite felino Lake, no. He's only left. He's left wing, right wing. He's lost his. I think sometimes he has center as well, just because he kind of does everything. Might as well give him all the positions as well. Yeah, he's seventy five percent on faceoffs over the last two weeks. Getting, give him center. It'd just make him that much more fun. Like only one one goal on ten shots in his last six games, but eighteen hits, so three hits a game. Yeah. Looking real good. That's great. And Jenner, Jenner does a little bit of everything except for scoring lately, but. Columbus, so. And you know what? <sighs> In the last six games, Max Domi has five points. That's weird. His time on ice is up, too, which is pretty cool. I'm not taking part in Max Domi personally. <laughs> but he's... It's just a PSA. Yeah, it is. He is getting points right now. Some people said he would get points all year long. He's not doing that, but he's he is right now. So He's just catching up. Who said that? People who just saw his profile picture and saw how... He is quite handsome. He really has beautiful eyes. He really does. He's got the eyebrows. He gets them done, for sure. Yeah. Uh, is there is there anybody else? You were, you were starting in on Chicago, and I'm wondering uh, who you like there. This is one of those ones, right? They have the two against uh, Nashville. So Nashville, we were kind of just talking about how much better they've been doing and how the goalies have been kind of doing better. But there's a solid chance that that's not going to sustain either. So you could take a chance on Chicago. I mean, that's power play versus like a really good power play versus a really bad penalty kill. So there could be could be some there. Brandon Hagel, four <laughs> points in his last six. Um, <laughs> not really, but I mean, he is he is second to only Kane in shots in the last two weeks and has four points. Tied with the Brinkat, so I don't know what that means. Don't how expect does Carl Soderberg. How is he on power play one right now? Two goals, both on the power play. That'll help. Eight shots, dude. And uh, Boquist, he's pretty available. He's thirteen percent owned. He's got two power play points in his last six games. They have it's definitely uh, definitely cooled down a little bit as a team, but still, I mean, the guys who are supposed to score are scoring. Your Kubaliks to bring cats and canes so you know and if there's third wheels i don't know what what line hagel's on to be honest i just did not research brandon hagel very deeply but he's he seems to be scoring and shooting a lot so i'm wondering if he's playing alongside kane or or something like that but 
he's on the second line with Kubalik and David Kahn. And the top power play. Okay, well, maybe maybe we should get a... <laughs> there might be gold in them hills, in them hagels. Hand, hand and bagel. We can uh, maybe he is a pickup. I don't know. I was kind of joking, but and then one guy I love if you're in peripheral hunt is Zadorov because he just yep. runs around and hits people with things. There's there's a ton of bags here. Like Zadorov's there. That Calvin DeHaan's twin got a towers. Ton. Dude, Calvin DeHaan's got more Connor hits Murphy. than Zadorov, and he's blocking too. Yeah, oh, Murphy is yeah. a little bit of everything. Um, and where is? Who's the other guy? It's Dennis Gilbert. He's not playing this year. So, yeah. Bang Daddy Murph. Strom and, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, and Pius Suter have kind of dropped off the face of the planet recently. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, Suter's still centering the first line, but uh, not doing too much with it. And Strom, three games in, still on line three, power play two. Do you think there's going to be an uptick whatsoever for him? Like he he's always been this kind of you know if Jonathan Taze gets hurt he's line one center and we just haven't seen it yet is it's more you know they, they maybe they feel comfortable with him down the lineup but I don't know what do you guys think? Well, if he's going to be sticking with that third line, you know, and Matthias Janmark isn't producing like he was even just last week, then Strom is definitely going to drop off in a big way. I mean, who are who else are we playing with? Ryan Carpenter? No, thank you. Yeah. If if he's not on that second line, then I'm not really all that interested. I think the teams to ditch this weekend are uh, Minnesota. So they got a game today, Thursday, when this episode drops, and then that's it. And I mean, LA and, and Vancouver—they're done for the week. Oh. They're, we're, I'm watching that game live, so they're done for the week. If you got any fringe players on Minnesota, LA, or Vancouver, you can probably move on. You know your Hoglanders, your Campies. Yeah, I mean, I'm a holding on to, I'm a holding on to Dustin oh, sure. Brown, but, but yeah, that's and, about it. In Minnesota, like Kopitar, you know Joel Erickson, Eck, Jordan Greenway, it might be a good time to get rid of Fiala if you're not feeling it anymore. But uh, yeah, yeah. Well, and you know what? Uh, just Vancouver has a week off actually after tonight. They have seven days oh, wow. off. So so if you have any wow. a, any of those guys drop your you know drop your mots, drop your your streamer guys from Vancouver altogether because a full week yeah, off. Call. Which is why I was surprised they brought Horvat back tonight when he has a whole week off coming up, but I guess it wasn't serious. And you just traded for Thatcher Demko, huh? No, I didn't trade. Oh, I thought you were gonna do it. Uh no, I went for uh I went to add in a couple things. Um Canuck's schedule kinda sucks moving forward, but so does Washington's in the playoffs and I just thought Washington wins all the time. The Canucks have been winning all the time and that is gonna stop abruptly when they get back from this break. <laughs> <laughs> They're not gonna be this good when they come back from the break. There's no way. So just checking out the back to backs here. We already talked about the Thursday, Friday Washington. Probably check out uh you know, Vic, uh, Vitek Vanacek, if you can, one in three leagues. Huso versus Anaheim looks good in St. Louis. So for Friday, Saturday, Arizona is going to see San Jose twice. And this this is where it gets interesting. So Darcy Kemper on the shelf probably for a long time. And Antiraut is hurt because, of course, he is. Do we think that we see Ivan Prosvetov this weekend, who is now the backup to Aiden Hill? What do you think? He is their goalie prospect of the future. Like, you know, maybe his first game is against San Jose this week. Do you think 
that's worth a shot. <sighs> it is risky. It's right on the line, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's getting pretty darn deep. <laughs> yeah. And Aiden Hill isn't really doing all that hot either. No. In his last five, his best save percentage is a 903. He's 1-3-1 one, one with an 897. You know, Sharks being juicy and everything. His last five, bad. he's given up 16 goals. It's bad. It's bad. This is where... This is where I start to feel bad about myself. Is there interest on the shark side of things? And I know our gut reaction is just to say no. Just smash the no button. But let me sell it. All right. Love you. <laughs> let me sell it. <laughs> Don't look now. Martin Jones, 28% rostered. If you look at his last nine games, he's got a 924, 2 record. If you look at his last six, he's got a 935, is 3-1-1. One, and, one. and in his last three, he's got a 971. And has gone 2-0-1. Could this be the one and only time that we recommend Martin Jones? He's going to see Aiden Hill, who's not doing that well on his own. Or Prosvitov, who could get his first NHL start. And that could be rusty. That could go either way. Or Ranta, who, if you know, if he comes back and doesn't get hurt before Friday. Um, what do you think? Martin Jones season? There's nowhere in the rule book that says we have to pick a goalie from either of these teams in this matchup. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm thinking about Jones here, man. Uh, you're right. I mean, if there was ever a time, this is it. That's yes, for sure. that's, that's what I mean. This is the one time we get to I'll, say it. I'll give you this that. This is the one time we I'll get to say I'll give you it. that. If there ever was a time, the time is now. And so honestly, not... in his in his loss, he still had a 971. It was a a one goal against loss, so But really though? Come on. <laughs> so, I'm going to move on. Please do. So Winnipeg and Calgary play twice. Calgary has been not great in this last little bit here. Um 6% Riddick can't even score on Ottawa. Yes, they I think they lost both of the games to Ottawa, which is brutal. Um, 6% Redditch versus 6% Brassois. Calgary's been on that skid. I'm voting Brassois. I don't know what you guys think. Yep. I like I like Laurent Brassois in general. Yeah, he's good. He's great. I also would take a dip. Seems like the Sutter factor has worn off already. Yeah, giving everybody less time on ice except for Milan Lucic. It turned out to not be a great strategy. Weird. So Saturday, Sunday, back-to-backs, we talked about Columbus and Detroit. I would have either of those... Columbus goalies, Merzlikens, Corpusalo, don't care. Dallas, Florida, we covered. Nashville, Chicago, we covered. Boston, we covered. The last back-to-back set here is the New York Rangers who see Philadelphia in Philadelphia, and then they'll be at Washington. This one, to me, is a tough one because, you know, Shesterkin's due back. He'll probably play Philly tomorrow, Thursday. And if he plays well, maybe they give him the other game against Philly this weekend which means Georgiev would get Washington. So let's play both sides of this coin here because I, I figure Georgiev is probably the only one um, who is available. I know Shesterkin's available in, in a couple of yeah, our leagues. Shesterkin said, yeah, I've seen him available. Mm-hmm. He's 77% in um, Yahoo, but he is around. I have seen him on the wire, yeah. actually. Well, I'll show you one. He is 71% owned in ESP. Yeah, he's on our wire. So let's um on the on the top of it. Okay, so Tampa Bay gets Antoine Morand, a seventh round pick for Alexander Volkov. Wow, seventh round pick in the 2023 draft. I really that thought you could a, get more for Volkov here. 
That is a nothing pick. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so let, let's say Georgiev plays Philly. What do you think? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, Philly's, <laughs> Philly's not great. Let's. You didn't have to answer so quickly. He's just Rod- he's feel, he's got his chest all puffed out because Demko fucking demigod Demko. Yeah, I have to for now because it's gone. But enjoy it. Georgiev's good. Like he's a good he's goalie. Fine. He's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Eight ninety seven over his last three starts. Fucking choice. He's good enough. Good enough. I will. I will agree with that. Good enough to beat Philly at least. So what about if yeah. Georgiev goes against Washington? That one I feel no, less. Not confident. so much. Yeah. Not so yeah. much. That's a no. Yeah, that's a no for me as well. I mean, the Rangers are playing pretty well right now, but yeah. still against Washington, I don't believe it. Yeah, there's a ch- <clears throat> New York's uh, defense isn't super deep, and you got a solid chance to get lit up against Washington, especially Ovi's going to be back. So yeah, no, no thanks. It'll be rough, but that's that's all I got. Unless there's uh, any other teams that you guys particularly like this weekend. Uh no. Got my guys in there. I only wish I had more, even more Tolvanans. And Grizzlies. Tolvanan. Yeah, man. I'm happy with my Tolvanan. I'm happy with that pickup. I want one. Sorry. Do you, do you want to trade for him? No. Okay. Well. But, uh, anyway, guys, that's it for the weekend preview. We're going to catch you guys on Sunday for the week preview next week. And you guys can find us on Twitter. You can find us in the Discord. Until next time, love us. YouTube, love us. Oh yeah, YouTube. Yeah, we're on YouTube. We're beta testing. If you want to watch us, YouTube. Anyway, love us. Bye.